Welcome to the Force of Habit podcast, a kick-ass space for the woman of color on her journey to becoming the most powerful version of herself. Here, we talk all things mindset, routine, and transformation. I'm your host, Chantel Taylor, nutritionist and transformation coach. Come hang out with me, girl. Grab your headphones. Blast me on your morning commute. This space is just for you. Here we grow. What's up, ladies? And welcome, welcome back to a brand new episode of Force of Habit and the very first episode of 2021. I took a small break after the launch of Teachers Academy to focus on the students who are getting going. So I am excited as always to be back on the mic. We're only a few weeks into the new year, but I'm pumped for all the possibilities that lay ahead. And I'm even more excited to continue to forge my own path in this crazy thing called life. And I really, really hope you are too. Side note, I wanted to throw in there that the doors to Sheetrician Academy have officially closed. And as the students are jumping into the course and all its goodness, I'm so excited for them to be on this journey of evolving. I'm along for the ride alongside them. So 2021, watch out. But I hope you guys are easing into a really great start to your year. And if you aren't, if this year is already showing its ass for you, don't worry. Don't panic. Don't stress. You can turn your ship around and start guiding your decisions in the direction you want to go. Never, ever, ever forget that. It's just one step, one day at a time, okay? And so I want to know if this is something you can relate to. The start of the new year is here, right? Okay, we know that, yes. (laughs) And it's exciting. You're excited and you're ready to conquer some really big goals this year, I'm sure. I know that the first of the year, you filled that pretty new planner up with these big, exciting goals that you just wanted to come into this year and smash. You're starting a new healthy diet or you want to change your eating in general. Maybe start a new workout routine or daily routine. You jot out the plan for a new business idea. You pick up that new hobby you've been telling yourself to do. And then something happens along the way. You overeat one weekend, your schedule gets crazy, and you forget to stick to that one or two of those workouts you had planned. You completely ghost on the hobby you had just picked up a few days ago. So you completely stop altogether. You weren't perfect. And because you weren't perfect, because you didn't stick to your plan to a T, you just stop. You just quit. How many times have you done this? Each year, how many times does the story go exactly like this? Don't lie to me. I know you've done it a billion times. You want to know why I know? Because I've done it a billion times. And you know what? I think it's common. I think we put ourselves, emphasis on the we put ourselves. No one else does this to us. We put the pressure on ourselves, but we put ourselves in this position to be perfect, right? Do all the things all the time, the right way, never ever missing a beat, but come on, it doesn't work that way. And the back of our minds, we know it doesn't work this way. We know this. We know that done is better than perfect. We know that, but we trick ourselves anyway. We trick ourselves into believing that if you didn't show up and show out every single day, that it's not worth it. But I want to be your reminder right here, right now, that that isn't going to be what transforms 
any part of your life, your body, your habits, your mindset, your dreams. You don't make progress. Inch your way closer to your dreams by putting up a zero on the scoreboard. You know how you win a basketball game, friend? Outside of being good at basketball. (laughs) You keep shooting. And you aren't going to hit every single shot. But you keep shooting. Sometimes the ball barely goes in. Sometimes you miss all together. But sometimes you make the shot. But regardless of what you think the outcome is going to be or how it's looking, you keep shooting. Today, I'm going to walk you through three effective but simple, simple strategies to show up for your goals and keep inching your way toward the finish line and to keep putting up points that are going to get you to the place that you want to be in or at. Strategies that have helped me conquer the things I've set out to do, big or small, from being better at the dishes all the way to launching a digital course, which is no easy feat, my friend. So let's do this. Chicken nugget number one, create your team. Now you're probably thinking, will all her strategies be basketball or team related puns and <laughs> Probably, honestly, but um, I promise they'll make sense at least. But creating a team or a circle around us that is supportive, helpful, encouraging is so freaking underrated. Guys, I remember a handful of times that without Otis's thoughtful and encouraging one-liners, I may have quit at something. So many times has my mama talked me off the ledge of burnout or Otis's mama or my grandmother or my siblings or my friends. You have to be intentional with your circle, with your space. The literal environment that you're choosing to put yourself in each day and the energy you're choosing to surround yourself with. Because yes, you are responsible for it. We don't always want to hear this, but it isn't your job to teach someone how to treat you better. It's not your job to coach someone to be supportive when they aren't. It's not your job to be responsible for how someone decided to show up in your life. It is, however, your job to remove the people who aren't supporting you and showing up for you in the way you want them to and the way you show up for them. Can you communicate this? A hundred percent. And I encourage you to. But after that, after you've explained to someone how you'd like them to show up for you, as you will for them, as I mentioned, because reciprocity is very important, and then they don't, well, my friend, you create space or you eliminate them entirely. And it doesn't matter who they are, your mom, your friends, your grandma, your baby sister. If someone isn't serving you physically, mentally, emotionally, and more importantly, are having a negative effect on your energy, your peace, oh, baby, it's time for them to go. Because your circle is supposed to help you achieve, right? Not hold you back. Because very rarely do you overcome anything by yourself. This one was big for me. I'm very, very independent. And although this is an amazing trait, it's also a crutch because when I needed help, strategizing, needing support, needing to be lifted up when I was down, I suffered in silence because I thought it was weak to ask for help. This is why it took me so long to make my first hire in my business. I thought I should be able to do all of this on my own. 
But you can't. Friend, you cannot. No matter the goal, the mission, the objective, you need help. So be intentional with your environment and who's in it. Chicken nugget number two, cut your to-do list in half. Yes, it is true when they say less. Truly, truly is more. And if you find yourself struggling to be consistent, chances are you're putting too much pressure on yourself and too much stuff on your plate. Scale it back. Dial it down. Your to-do list each day should be two to three things. Tops. And that sounds crazy when you come from a list of like, you know, 10, 20 things. Two to three things. Tops. And anything outside of that is a bonus. And these two to three things should be priority goals. Things that have to happen today with tangible, real-life benefits of getting them done. We fill up our days with fluff, with busy work that isn't moving the needle in our lives. And so at the end of the day, when we've only done six things out of that list of 15, we think we're failures. Instead of celebrating the six things, we took off our plate. An easy way to set yourself up for setting a goal and actually accomplishing it this year, scale it back. Scale your workload back. Give yourself a quick win by finishing a to-do list of two to three important things instead of never finishing a to-do list of 15 fluff busy work items. Scale it back cut your to-do list in half. And the mindset shift that happens when you get two to three things done that are really, really important and you get other things done as a bonus, guys, the mindset shift alone, set yourself up for a win. Two to three things, max. And chicken nugget number three, get rid of the old stories you've told yourself about yourself. Begin to shift your identity, change how you view yourself, change how you think about yourself. I often get onto my clients when they come to me and rag on themselves, so I'm going to do the same thing for you. Stop reaffirming the identity you're trying to change. You are not lazy, you are not unmotivated, embarrassing, uninspired, and get rid of all your secret hiding places, hiding behind the veil of perfectionism, hiding behind being afraid of success or fearing actually hitting your goals. Do a little self-inventory and ask yourself, what are those common roadblocks that come up when you set out to accomplish something new and scary or even small things? Most often, you'll find that a lot of the roadblocks we experience are put there by, well, us. We get into our own way. We self-sabotage when we get close to the finish line, when we're on the brink. Something I see way more than I should, is women who set out to lose weight, right? They make progress, they're doing good, and then they get comfortable, right? They notice their progress, and bit by bit, they begin to sabotage their own journey, and before you know it, they're back at the starting line with their goals, their habits, their relationship with food. So ask yourself, write it down if you have to, ask yourself, where am I hiding? What identity am I reaffirming, whether that's consciously or subconsciously? 
And how can I begin to acknowledge that and make small daily decisions that begin to shift me in a new direction? We get so overwhelmed, guys, by, you know, wanting to change something about ourselves and feeling like it has to happen overnight. And that is just not how it works. So ask yourself, what are the small thoughts or habits I'm willing to change starting now? And what can I build up to and work on later down the road? Start there. And there you have it, boo. That wraps up today's episode. I hope that these few minutes that we spend with each other every Monday provide just a few aha moments that you might have needed. That is what it took for me. I'm not saying like, you know, I'm the epitome of growth here, but I just know where I started and I know the mindset that I used to have and I know the limiting beliefs I used to have and I just know how much they held me back. And, you know, for me, it was just those few aha moments each and every day or a couple of times a week that led me to start implementing small habits that led me to start taking the small steps. And the small steps are, they're not pretty, they're not glamorous. And, you know, we get so engulfed in the end result, we completely forget to enjoy this journey now, how we're showing up today. And let me tell you something, when you really and truly begin to fall in love with growing, with your progress, with taking the steps, not only does your journey not really feel like a journey, like it doesn't feel like something you're counting the days down to until you get to that end result, but you really truly begin to just love life and love the steps. And and guys, I think there is something so beautiful about learning, about learning yourself, about even learning your bad habits, becoming self-aware of the things that you want to change. There's beauty in that. And I think it's important that this year that we begin to learn to love that, love our journey, love our growth, love the small steps. Because when I tell you, that you will look back one day, a couple months from now, a couple weeks from now, a couple years from now, look back at where you were. Even you can do that today. I'm sure that, you know, a couple years ago, you've made some massive steps from how you were then and how you are now. But if you look back in just a few weeks, months, years, man, when I look back, I'm like, that feels like yesterday. That literally feels like I was just struggling with that yesterday. This journey of life is so beautiful. And guys, we've got to start really taking action to enjoy our life day in and day out. Because I promise you, if you aren't learning to love your growth, your body, your seasons of struggle now, I promise you, you aren't just going to magically wake up and and love it all of a sudden, love your life all of a sudden, love your body all of a sudden. You've got to do the work now. And so let's do that this year. Let's let's make a pact. Let's make a promise to each other that we're just going to learn and we're going to grow and and we're going to try our fucking best. And I promise you, when we get to the end of this year, we're going to look back on how we were in January mentally, physically, emotionally and think, damn, night and day. That's my goal, at least. That's that's what I want to do. By the end of this year, I want to look back and think, yeah, I really did the work. I really showed up for myself. I really committed to doing scary things. I really committed to falling in love with this process and falling in love with growing. That's what I want to do this year. And so I hope that you join this journey with me. I want to do this together. But again, I hope that these minutes that we spend with each other each week provide you with those aha moments because that is really all we all need, some clarity around a problem area in your life or even give you that ever so fleeting burst of motivation or inspiration. I love 
hanging out with you every single week. And I can't wait until we chat again. And until then, I'll see you next week, boo.